Hello, it is so nice to be back. I feel like I haven't recorded in a really long time. I record these in advance, and so it's been over a week since I recorded the last episode, and it feels kind of nice to just sit down with the mic, with my laptop, recording this, because my days have gotten pretty busy, and my next two weeks are so busy, and I know in life, we're all like, oh, we're so busy, or whatever, and it's so easy to get caught up in that, which is why I'm hoping that last week's episode, which was about finding pause in this autumn season, resonated with some of you, hopefully all of you. If you haven't listened to it, give it a listen. Uh, For me, it's definitely something that I am constantly reminding myself to do. I'm by no means perfect at it, but just a little reminder to kind of keep that in the back of your mind and to have those moments of pause in the busyness for sure and do things that are therapeutic. Like in a way, this is kind of therapeutic, I guess, because I mean, it is called Let's Verbal Process and I am a verbal processor, but Anyways, it is nice to be back and I am really excited to talk about this topic today because it was on my list of things that I would want to talk about with you all. However, I actually let you vote on which topic you wanted to hear about this week. So there was four that I put out on my Instagram story and I will definitely eventually talk about each topic in its own episode but this week the one that won was number two which is why travel solo and in groups and when to do it and how to do it and the other I will say the other four or excuse me the other three definitely were also top contenders, but this one did have the most votes. I think by, it won by two votes. All the other ones were actually tied. So one, three, and four all were tied and two surpassed it by two votes. So that's the one that we're going to do this week. And I'm really looking forward to talking about it because I definitely have entered this space of really going for it I think with travel because don't get me wrong I've always loved traveling and I was always like oh yay like let's plan these trips and then COVID happened and no one was traveling anywhere we couldn't and even when travel was starting to open I remember like back in 2021 I was still pretty apprehensive about it about doing a really long distance trip and out of the country trip because different countries were going through different phases of COVID also with um, different mandates and things always like changing especially entering like the fall winter season have having surges and stuff like that of different variants you know that's like a real thing and it's and it still is but I kind of realized but coming into 2022 
And more like I would say in the spring, it really dawned on me where I was like, okay, I am vaccinated. I am getting all the boosters. I have done as much as I can to protect myself. And also everything is opening up. Like a lot of things are open and I don't have major responsibilities in my life. And when I say that, I mean, I'm not paying a mortgage. I don't have kids that I have to feed or anything like that. And so I'm like, yeah, let's, let's get back into the mindset of we're going to travel. We being me, I don't know why I shouldn't talk in I should just talk in the first person. Sometimes it's fun to talk in third person. <laughs> but also, I guess, we in terms of my friends as well. And so I kind of really welcomed that. I don't want to say epiphany because I, again, for me, travel, I'm always down to do that. But I think really realizing like, okay, Obviously, the world is never going to go back to pre-COVID, to a world where there wasn't that kind of worry. It is, we all have heard the phrase and use the phrase, the new normal. Like, it's something that we're going to have to contend with and stuff like that. But I was like, let's do it. Like, we're going to go for it. And I will say, like, I had taken some small trips um, in 2021 and stuff like that, but and, and in 2022, actually, as well. I, I totally, I totally have. I actually shouldn't say small trips because I even went across the country so for a while. So that's, that's not exactly small. But when I'm thinking of trips, a lot of times I think of outside of the country and I'm really excited to get to do that again because it's been a while, again, pre, pre-COVID for me. So I am looking forward to doing that. And I am definitely a traveler and not a vacationer. And I think it's important to distinguish what the difference is. For me, a traveler is someone who is going to go to a city, whether it's domestic or foreign, and is going to go sightseeing, is going to try a bunch of new things, food, culture, all of that stuff. And the purpose isn't necessarily to like lay on the beach and chill. When I think of the vacationing, I think of being in the Bahamas and laying by the poolside, drinking something nice and cold or whatever, and being in a resort. That's what I think of when it comes to vacation, just really like disconnecting and chilling like that. And to be honest, that doesn't really get me super excited. (laughs) Partially because I think that I, like, I love culture. I love learning. I love doing things. Of course, I love slowing down and I love having moments of, of pause. And I think that I really try to have those moments of pause and have that, those chill moments when I am traveling. I think you need to in order to sustain yourself to be able to travel, especially if you're doing a multi-city, a multi-country kind of trip. And I think it's very important to not, at least for me, how I travel is I have certain things that I want to do. I will do the research. I actually love doing the research. I love doing the research on the restaurants, on the museums, on the places, any events that are happening. 
those are my oh i got an email you might have heard the ding let me put this on do not disturb anyways i i love doing the research on that which i honestly i think is very important for everyone to to do do you have to go to the exact lengths that i'm going i'm gonna leave that up to you but i do think it is important to okay have some kind of itinerary 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 some kind of schedule as the brits say we say schedule they say schedule you should have some kind of schedule so that you know what you're doing and the times if needed especially if you have to make a reservation at a restaurant you know it can be hard (laughs) okay i'm gonna stop with the voice but basically it can be hard if you you know are dying to go to this restaurant and you're like oh dang I didn't know I needed a reservation and I'm only here for two more nights and they're all fully booked. So do that kind of a planning. Also too, um, figure out if you need to rent a car or if you need some kind of a metro pass or how does the transportation system work in that city and things like do you want to do TSA pre-check if so or global pre-check, do you want to do that months in advance or making sure that you're looking at different rates for hotels versus hostels versus airbnbs things like that that kind of a planning do not leave it to the last minute or to a week or two weeks before the trip like really try to do that in advance not just for like peace of mind but also it's going to make it easier for you because when you show up everything is kind of set in that sense no don't get me wrong The thing about traveling and whether you're traveling with a group of people is that you're always going to have to be adaptable. I, I do not enjoy traveling with people who are not flowy, who are not adaptable, who you kind of have to hold their hand (laughs) all the time. And here's the deal. I feel very, um, what's the word? Basically, I feel like I have earned the right to say that because when I studied abroad, we went to like a bajillion different countries and that's a bunch of different kinds of people (laughs) in a big group traveling together and you learn a lot. Let me just tell you, that was an intensive travel learning experience and I I mean travel learning in the sense of how to travel, how to properly travel in terms of planning, in terms of figuring out okay, we're going to all of these different countries, which ones are we going to fly to versus take a train to, take a boat, take a car, whatever, you know, it it was a really great way of learning the logistics of planning travel in that sense. And so that's why I think it is important to do that work at home and as much in advance as you can, because leading up to it you're going to be excited you're going to try to be getting all of the last minute things to pack in your suitcase you're going to be trying to pack your suitcase figure out which suitcase to to carry i'm always 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 going to recommend a hard shell and one that has um uh the the four wheels that can rotate 360 that's very important especially if you are traveling to a foreign country because cobblestone streets okay make sure that it's really durable too and lightweight too i recommend the monos brand m-o-n-o-s that one's really good and also make sure that you look up the flights like every single airline has a different 
size limit for their carry-ons. So maybe you're traveling, let's say, to Europe and only with a carry-on. Now, suitcase companies will create various carry-ons. They'll have like the carry-on and then they'll have something that's called the bigger carry-on. I'm thinking of Monos and Away, those brands, which are great brands. Like I have a Monos one. And just be aware that certain airlines may not fit the bigger carry-on. They might, but just, you know, be aware of that. So that that's all I'm trying to say is do this kind of a research before so that when you get going on your trip, it can be as seamless as it can basically and again again things are gonna happen so that's why you have to be adaptable okay always be adaptable it's not gonna go perfect that's completely fine that's part of life and that's actually i think the the the, the sort of fun things little anecdotes that come out of those moments but i think the purpose of doing the planning ahead of time is that you don't have to make more work for yourself and you can eliminate some unnecessary stress which I think when you are traveling or going on a vacation or a travel slash vacation, and I'm saying travel slash vacation based on the definition of what I am referring to as travel versus vacation, as I did at the beginning of the episode, you don't want to be stressed out. You do want to enjoy yourself because it's a once in a lifetime thing. And maybe, maybe we'll go back to that place, but for that moment in space and time, you are there and it is a new experience, and it's amazing. So yeah, definitely do the planning ahead of time as much as you can. And I know for me, my overall mindset when I travel is that, okay, I'm going to do all of the planning ahead of time, figure out the hotel, figure out any restaurants I want to go to, make those reservations, maybe make like a tentative, okay, I'm not going to lie, I do kind of make like a schedule of like okay so like Mondays I would love to do this if or maybe this other thing now I will say in the past I would definitely create a schedule however I feel like traveling in the era of okay we can travel but COVID is still a thing and COVID has caused time changes for certain things to be open or closed creating some kind of itinerary is really really helpful because when I traveled to the east coast I was there for five days and there was a lot of things that I wanted to do however because of COVID restaurant hours have changed museum hours have changed so I had to be really strategic and I had to be like oh wow okay so you know, these restaurants used to be open Monday through Friday. Now they're just open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or, oh, hey, this one's open for lunch, but this one's closed for lunch and only available for dinner and stuff like that. So there, it is important, again, if there are certain places that you do want to go or restaurants that you want to eat at, it is important to look at the time and, um, factor that into when you're going to be in that city or in that area and all of that stuff because especially if it's something that you are looking forward to going to the last thing you want is like to get there and be like oh dang it's closed I didn't know that so again always do that in general but just be aware of 
because COVID has changed the operation times for a lot of places, it is important to kind of create that schedule and to just be aware of that and to have that in your, I, I keep it in my notes app on my phone. Maybe you, maybe that sounds good to you. Maybe for you, it's writing it down and putting it in a planner. So just, just be aware of that. I think that that's really important. And especially if you're traveling by yourself or you are traveling in a group, you know, it's like, it's everyone's paying money to be there. Everyone is hoping to have a good time. So just be aware of that and kind of figure out, okay, hey, so maybe we can't do it today, but we can do it the next day. So let's fill this time with something else that we've wanted to do. I, wow, I'm there's just so much to talk about with travel, but what I am also really trying to say is that my mentality with travel is do all the planning at home, and yes, I might have like an itinerary, like a schedule, things that I want to do and stuff like that, however, I always leave room for spontaneity i think that is so important and that's where the magic happens and that's where all of the the ooh and the ahs and the really wonderful moments that you remember for the rest of your life when you go on a trip i think they really happen in those spontaneous moments now when i say leave room for spontaneity i'm not saying like oh in the schedule block out from 2 to 4 p.m every day that's our spontaneity time i mean maybe if you're someone who's like super into scheduling and like being spontaneous and going with the flow isn't really something that you naturally do okay you could try that that's fine do you do you maybe that will actually totally help you yeah for me I think I'm someone who really tries to balance the two because I also am like I don't want to be stressed and feel like I'm married to the schedule that I've created or that has been created for me if I'm in a group and I am kind of just like going along and stuff like that so overall I really just try to Again, whether I am traveling alone or with one other person or two other people or in a big group, just really be open to, to like anything can happen. And if we have to change something, again, I think it goes to being adaptable, but also too, like maybe you're on your way to a concert in some foreign country. Let's say, let's say you're in, let's say you're in Berlin. Let's say you're in Berlin and you're going to a concert. I feel like Berlin would be cool to go to a concert. And as you're on your way to the concert, there's a really cool street and you're like, wait, I don't know what that street leads to, but it looks pretty cool. Let's go down there and check it out. And then you go down the street and you're like, whoa, this place is like so amazing and stuff like that. Be spontaneous. Don't, don't just walk holding your schedule and being like, oh, I have to do all of this right now, you know, as, as, as it is written. Don't do that because then, then to me, you're not really like living. You're kind of just doing, you're going through the regiment. You're going, you're, you're being very regimented. And I think that with travel, the amazing thing about it is wandering, wandering, and just letting the country, the place just kind of happen upon you and just being open to exploring it, I think is really, really important. And I think going into those cities or those countries with a posture of openness is really, really important. Openness to time, openness to space, openness to other people, to other cultures, to to other foods, to languages and stuff like that. I think that that's so, so important. You're going to get so much out of it because I think a lot of times 
it's it's difficult I think when you are a person who is either if you're traveling alone or you're traveling again with one other person or in a group it can be hard I think to travel with people who are closed-minded or who want to stay in a bubble or who want to travel a certain way because again I think you want to leave yourself open for anything and everything to happen and good good things to happen okay I will say don't get me wrong like there's to a certain extent when I say a certain like people who want to travel a certain way I'm not gonna lie like for me I don't just like showing up or traveling with someone who like oh my god there's someone in my life who I got so pissed off with a few years ago because I was with it was a family member and it was with another family member and I got so pissed off because I was like we drove all the way over here and you don't know what the heck you want to do like are you serious are you freaking serious like no like have at least a plan like because especially if you're like well, I don't know I don't know what to do maybe we can go there I'm like no like make a decision okay so I think I think again have have action have like an action point for sure okay <laughs> like do some kind of planning have some kind of an idea at least a little bit to guide you but then again be free and be open because I think that that's also important, okay? So again, I think it's a duality. I think it's a duality and I think that especially if you have traveled by yourself, I feel like if you travel by yourself alone, you kind of create that duality for yourself. However, if you usually travel alone and you don't usually travel with other people, when you do travel with other people, it is going to be a balance of, well, how do we create that duality together? And also too, if that's something that's really hard for you maybe you err on one side of the spectrum of being like well I I just kind of I don't really plan and and then I really don't know what to do in these cities or you kind of over plan you're on the other side of the spectrum and you're like I don't really know how to be spontaneous and just enjoy the city and then I forget that I'm actually on a vacation slash I'm traveling or whatever I think it's trial by error and I think to I don't want to say error that sounds negative I think you just have to try it I think you just have to really have a mental reframe and I think reflecting before you go on a trip and even saying to yourself like hey what do I want out of this trip and and that intention and I don't want to say goal because I think goal is like very action oriented which again that's fine, but I think an intention is something a little bit more soulful and more mindful. Your intention can totally change as you are there and you're traveling and, and all that stuff, but I think that maybe setting that up ahead of time is really could could be helpful. And I think inadvertently I do tend to do that just because I don't know, I I want to explore a city with the intention of I don't know I don't try to think like I I went to DC for example over the summer in August and the reason that really was the impetus of why I was going was also something that I was very nervous about and then 
I realized, wait a second, this is a travel opportunity. So I got super excited to go to DC because I was planning the travel aspect for it. And my mind wasn't just focused on the one single event that I was actually pretty nervous about. And so I kind of reshifted my mindset going into that event, but then also me exploring that city and stuff like that and as well as it was also the second time I was going to so again I think intentions can really be really helpful and if you're traveling with someone maybe talk it talk it out with them you don't have to I don't usually do it but I mean I don't know I guess I'm thinking of some future trips that yeah maybe it's like well we're both going for very similar reasons and we kind of know that or let's talk about that more in like a really fun way especially if you're trip planning with 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 someone now kind of going to the crux of the topic which is why you should travel solo and why you should travel in a group. I think it's really important to travel by yourself, to do solo travel. Shout out to the Condé Nast Traveler Women Who Travel podcast because they have a great episode. I think multiple episodes and interviews too of women who solo travel. I think it's really important to solo travel because you learn so much about yourself and it builds confidence, it builds resilience, and also too it's I think it's very empowering it's like okay I can go to a restaurant I can eat by myself and I mentioned this in another podcast a few few podcast episodes ago um that I when I went on to my DC trip I ate at like Michelin restaurants and I was so nervous at first I was like I went to Michelin restaurant not meeting by myself I am I now know I can go to any country and I could do that and I feel very good about that um, especially Michelin restaurants because they are kind of like they're Michelin restaurants okay they're fancy schmancy anyways but I think it just builds again confidence I think it's really empowering I think it's also really great because you are able to learn what you like and what you don't like and about travel and about a place and I think it also allows you to figure out and see what your perspective is and maybe why your perspective is the way that it is and why do you see the world in that kind of certain way and that sounds really deep but I think there is something about being alone in a new country I'm going to say country in particular because I think that there's I mean this is so true for any city that you go to even if it's in your home country but I think especially if you are going to a foreign country because it you are it really in a new culture and I think that it's always really good to question your perspective I think it's really good to question why you see people or why you see things or why you interact or how you're interacting with those things in the way that you do. I think it's very enlightening and I am a very introspective person so I am so into that. If you're not, maybe it's an opportunity for you to be and I and I will say I don't think it's necessarily something that you have to necessarily be super conscious about because I think as you solo travel you are spending time 
doing things, but you are by yourself and you're putting yourself in new situations. Which again, if you're someone who is, that's kind of uncomfortable to do, this is a really great time for you to do it. But I think by doing that, you kind of naturally start thinking in that way. And I think that that's really fascinating. And another reason why traveling solo, I think is really important is because you are able to do things when you want to do them. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't say important. I should say that's just a really nice perk of traveling solo is that maybe you are someone who is so into some certain kind of thing and you go to some city or some foreign country and you're like, I am so looking forward to doing this thing and I know that if I went with other people, they wouldn't get it and I probably wouldn't be able to do it with them. So I'm going by myself and I'm going to do it. I that's what I love like go do the things that you are just so interested in and don't worry about whether or not other people are also into it because I think that's the thing about traveling with friends family a partner or even in a group it's like oh but like do people really like are they interested in it because if they're not interested in it then I'm not gonna go then I'll just go do what the group does which I'll, I'll talk about that in the group thing I'm not I'm not gonna necessarily say, necessarily say that that's bad but I definitely think that there is an important thing about traveling solo and doing the things that you genuinely have an interest in even if it's a tiny little interest like you're like I don't know I've always kind of wanted to do that I'm a little nervous but I'm gonna go do it anyways you're gonna learn so much about yourself and it's gonna be a memory it's gonna be so much fun and again you don't have to be on someone else's schedule which is just so nice and it's like you can also like wake up when you want and you can eat when you want you know it's just it's just nice like there's there's a lot less like you don't have to think about someone else (laughs) like be selfish in that in that sense don't be don't be a a bad kind of a person not like not selfish in a negative way but like selfish in a positive way I don't know if that makes sense but I think it's just really it's really important and I think especially when you are young have those experiences because you're not going to have those experiences in the same way when you travel alone when you're 50 70 or 80 why did i skip 60 no travel in your 60s 50 60 70 80 90 100 (laughs) Um, you know so because because you are younger like it's going to be it's going to be different it'll still be you when you travel alone in those older ages however when you are young I don't know. I think it's just, it's different. It's different. Um, and might as well do it. <laughs> might as well do it. And I think also too, you learn how to take care of yourself. I think that that's so important. I think regardless of whether you are going to a place that is somewhat sketchy or super duper safe, you need to be alert. And as a young woman, I am definitely very aware of that if I am traveling alone. And I will say a tip, a tip to traveling alone is always share like the places that you are, like the places that you're staying at or if you know someone in that place that you're staying at, like sending their contact information to 
a trusted family member or friend that you know if something bad happens to you they can like alert the authorities i know this is kind of like not not the fun part but but it is it is the truth about traveling alone and especially as as a young woman as just women in general but like especially being a young woman um don't i wouldn't say like I mean, regardless of who you are, like, don't go into any tr- solo travel experience thinking that, oh, I'm untouchable, nothing bad's gonna happen to me. God willing, nothing bad will happen. But also be smart, be aware, be aware of your surroundings, okay? Know, know the areas that are good to go to and areas that you don't want to go to or areas that are okay during the day, but they're not okay at night. Like that is actually part of the research aspects and especially again if you are traveling alone. And a tip is also, I mean, this is something that my mom has taught me and it's not even just with travel, but I apply it to travel. She says safety does not have a price. She she says if that means that you have to pay money to park in a parking garage that is way closer to the theater that you're going to versus getting free parking that is really far and is in a more sketchy place and that you might have to walk alone your safety is of of the utmost importance so pay the money we'll take care of it now now i'm i will say like that is coming from a place of privilege I guess to say that because not everyone has the means for that. I, I'm not saying I, I do, okay, but I'm saying that I, like, meaning like I'm not a bajillionaire, okay, but if I needed to, I know that I can do that, and if I couldn't, I know that I could call, like, my parents or a friend who could help with that, but... I definitely think that with travel, that's why it's really important to, especially where you're staying, like accommodation, make sure that you are staying in a safe place, okay? I'm not saying you need to stay at like a five-star hotel. It's not, that is not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is like do research on the area that your hotel, your Airbnb, your hostel is at and send that address to someone that you trust who knows where you're at in case something happens, whether that person is also in that country or in that city or they're not, but you can call them and be like, hey, something happened and then they can call someone. So that's really, really important. Also to if safety is, if you're nervous about that, like that's part of the thing of planning in advance and saving up money like save save money for travel i i think it's really important to again i think prioritize your safety and i mean again and anything bad can happen in good places okay like i'm i'm very aware of that however you know like i i definitely say on a trip spend money like I think the thing with trip planning both solo and in a group is figuring out what you can save on and what things are worth spending money on and and I'm not just talking about like 
like attractions, like things to go see or things to eat or like shows to see or anything like that. I, I'm talking about, again, a, the logistical factor, like, okay, so let's say, let's say you're going to Paris, for example, you have Charles de Gaulle, Charles de Gaulle, <laughs> the airport and um, the Orly airport. Orly is a little bit farther than Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle is closer to Paris. So maybe you're like, okay, here's the thing. I want to get to Paris, but I want to stay in the 7th arrondissement because it's like very like family oriented. It's safe and stuff like that. So I would rather pay more money to stay there and then get a flight that is cheaper and that flies into Orly and yeah, fine, I'm gonna have to take the metro to Paris and it's gonna take longer. However, I'd rather save in that sense from the logistical planning side so that I can actually stay in a nice area that's safe and all that stuff. That's that's a way of doing it. So I think that, I think that that's really important when you are planning is seeing what you can save on definitely do that in general, do that in life, but you know, <laughs> do that in, do that in life, financial tip, <laughs> but especially when you're traveling and especially when you're traveling to a foreign country, keep in mind currencies are different. <laughs> That's, oh my God, I feel like I need to do just an episode on like how to travel abroad because it's a whole other thing, but yeah, currencies can be different. So just be aware of that. I have such good tips for that anyways, but all that to say, traveling alone, you have to take care of yourself. You have to fend for yourself. So be aware, be alert. Don't be naive. I think that's the thing. Do not be naive. Trust your gut. Trust your intuition. Your gut is your, your enteric brain. Your enteric brain, look it up. Your enteric brain is going to save your life. Okay. It is going to save your life and just be be smart be smart maybe you're someone who really likes nightlife go have fun have your nightlife but like be aware of you know like certain things like I hate having to talk about this because I wish we lived in a world where like people didn't do this but like you know don't leave your cup out you know if you're like at a club or at a bar or whatever you know like don't don't keep don't don't leave that that little thing out of your sight okay you know, and that's, that's applicable to, to even if you're in your home country or, or whatever, you know, um, just, just be, be aware, like, okay, someone's following me, maybe I, I'm gonna, you know, stay in, like, a more lit place, not, like, lit, like, turn, turn, lit, but, like, lit, like, there's lighting <laughs> or being with people, <laughs> there's, there's a lot more people there, also, when you're traveling alone, that also allows you the opportunity to go do different tour groups. Maybe you do a tour of a nearby, of the nearby countryside. Let's say, let's say, let's say you're going, you're staying in Florence and you want to go to the countryside of Tuscany. Maybe you join a tour group for the day. And that's a way of meeting people, actually, while you're still kind of solo traveling, but you're doing something that is sociable so that's something to do and then maybe you all can go out to dinner or go to a club that night I don't know whatever so it's like there there are still ways of like meeting people or maybe you're really into ceramics 
<laughs> maybe you're into ceramics and you do a ceramics class in in Greece. <laughs> oh my god, maybe you're doing like marble, like how do you, like um sculpture and you like how do you like the ancient Greeks did? I don't think they do. Maybe they do. Someone has someone somewhere has to do that. Anyways, or some city in some country has to offer that. It's probably really expensive. Anyways, that's a way of meeting people. So again, solo travel doesn't mean that you always have to constantly be alone. And you also have the opportunity to meet new people. And I think to allow a different side of yourself to come out. Let it come out. I think when you take yourself out of an environment that you are so comfortable in or that you just get really used to and there's kind of a monotonous tone to it and you put yourself in a place where maybe i don't know it's just very different like maybe there's going to be some dissonant chords maybe maybe it's going to be really harmonious maybe you're going to create music that you didn't even know you could create it's amazing that's so exciting doesn't that sound exciting i think that sounds so exciting so yeah, I think like be bold. It's kind of like the idea where I know some of you've done it. Okay. I'm about to say something and I know, I know some of you've done it or at least thought about it. Okay. And it's kind of the thing of when you go to a different city, different country, you download a dating app or, or maybe you don't, but you or like, wait a second, that'd be so cool if I went out on a date with someone while I'm visiting here. And that's bold. And maybe you're like, kind of not like a different person. I, I still be authentic and genuine. But there is something about being in a place where you know you are not going to see any of these people again. And you're kind of like, well, I can... I can do anything I want. I don't, I don't mean like anything in the sense that you're being like reckless or above the law, but I, in, in the sense that like, like F it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go up and I'm gonna go up and sing in front of all these people. And you probably would never do that back at home, but you're going to do it here because you know that none of these people are ever going to see you again, you know? So it's like, follow those impulses, just be bold, be brave. And it's so much fun go on that date fine you know like yeah i'm gonna take a sip of my a reminder to hydrate so those are some like main things of why i think you should travel solo okay now the other side is why you should travel in groups now when i say groups it can be four or five people it could be three people it could be a duo it could be two people basically when I'm in a, what I'm going to refer to as a group uh, is it's two or more people, <laughs> two or more people. I think it's really important to do that because it's so much fun traveling with other people, especially people that you enjoy spending time with. You enjoy their company and they enjoy your company. Now I'm going to be honest, your best friend may not be your best travel buddy because maybe you both have completely different interests or maybe one is a night owl and the other is a morning person and you end up in a place and you're like we don't know what to do because what can we do because my friend's asleep and then when they're awake I'm asleep whatever okay I mean I haven't had that experience but I'm sure people have had that out there okay so 
just be be aware of that. I think, again, when you are traveling, you kind of have to meet in the middle. And again, I think actually group traveling teaches you a lot of skills, <laughs> a lot of interpersonal skills, because it is a lot of different lifestyles kind of coming together in a very in very unfamiliar territory and in a very unique experience because none of you are in a place that is home and especially if you're traveling abroad maybe none of you speak that language or are really familiar with the transportation system so when you travel with people in a group like everyone is going to have their different strengths and those strengths are going to be really really important when i studied abroad i had friends who were really good at like figuring out the transportation system in a city others were so good at figuring out tips and bills when we would visit these countries others were really good at finding the best places for photography and just different things and it was amazing and I, I think we were really fortunate because we really, we all got along super well. So that was really nice, but we also really relied on each other's strengths and that was really nice. And also too, I think the nice thing about traveling in like a bigger group is that you can kind of create micro groups. So maybe let's say you're going to a place for five days and maybe there are certain things that you all do together, but then maybe two of you go off and do something that is really interesting to you two. Maybe both of you are really into a certain museum that you've always wanted to go to, so both of you will go while the other group goes paragliding. And then maybe also, like, I don't know, maybe the groups, it's like three people, maybe it's like, two, you know, whatever. So I think you can really still connect with each other on a very personal level, whether or not you know them super well or not super well, because there is something about traveling in a group where you learn about people in a very deep way, especially if you are traveling for a long period of time. Some of my best, best friends I met studying abroad, and it's because there's a lot of travel time in the sense of like being on a plane or on a bus, all of that stuff. So you get to talk with people, but also you are relying on each other to survive, <laughs> to survive and thrive. You know, it's fun, but like to survive in, a, in again, in a foreign country. For us, it was foreign countries. It was multiple for a really long period of time. And so that's a really great way of making friends and also if you're already friends with them deepening the friendship and again this doesn't mean that you're not going to get annoyed with people like that obviously can happen especially when you're consistently like basically you are living with them like 24 7 okay um but hopefully it's positive and that there is i think communication is so so important especially if you want to do something and they don't want to do something I think communicating that is really important and figuring out where you all can meet in the middle, whether it's between two people or multiple people. I think that's really, really key because you're all in that place for truly it is like a limited time, you know, and don't get me wrong. I think also the thing with traveling in a group is understanding that not everyone is going to get their wishes met, like all of their ideal wishes met because 
that's a lot of different voices and a lot of different interests even if the interests are similar like there's a lot of there's a lot of factors going into it especially you know finances timing all of that stuff so i think just be aware of that and i think that also it does allow you to be open to maybe trying something that you wouldn't have thought of doing if you had gone alone or if you'd gone with someone who is really into the things that you are into meaning what i'm trying to say is like let's say you're traveling in a group of like eight people and one person is like hey i really really want to do this and i don't know if everyone's really into it and maybe you're like oh, i'm not really into it either but everyone else seems really cool with it i don't want to be left alone or maybe you don't really care but you're like okay but hey i'm, I'm here i'm gonna try it and you try it and you're like, wow, this was, I am actually really into this. Or maybe you're like, he really wasn't into it, but hey, at least I did it. I think, again, traveling in a group with people who are different because everyone is different and stuff like that, it allows you to to try things that you would have never thought about doing, even if you were traveling solo or whatever. It's just something that you're not you wouldn't have thought about so I think that that's really cool and I think also adds to the fun things that you all as a group can think on and be like oh yeah remember when we did that and stuff it's really it's really fun and I think group traveling is just a really great bonding it's just so so great to again build bonds to build on top of existing bonds and you definitely get close with people and I think, again, hopefully you're traveling with people who you enjoy and who you like, and it doesn't matter if little hiccups happen, like you're always going to love each other, you know, because I do think that you're, I, th I think, uh, I think true colors really come out, which you will, you will see, you will see your true colors kind of coming out when you do travel alone, but also in, in a group. And also too, again, I think traveling is you're seeing different sides of people that maybe you have known for a really long time and that's really exciting you know because we're all really multifaceted and I think that there's a beauty to that and it can be really surprising you can maybe see oh wow we are very different in that sense but that's life and I still love them you know or it's, it's very very cool and again when I studied abroad Oh God, to the people who are listening, you know the person we're all thinking about, okay? There's this one person who made it very, very difficult, even for our professors, okay? And I do not wish that kind of experience for anyone. However, there are those cases where, yeah, maybe this person, like don't get me wrong, none of us were like really close friends with, with this person. Honestly, the people who went on this trip, like there was, I think like 18 20 of us and from that like kind of groups were created in our study abroad so there was a micro group of like eight of us and so but we didn't know each other until this study abroad and like a lot of us are still close like again some of my best friends are from this but again this other person that i'm talking about we didn't we were not friends with them they didn't really become friends with anyone on the trip because of the difficulty of traveling with them also they were not open to the cultures to the customs to a lot of things which made it very difficult so 
that's why I am saying I think being very open, being adaptable, understanding that it's not your way or the highway is very important, especially in a group, because you have to be considerate of the other people as well. And I will say though, if you're traveling in a group and you feel like, oh, we're doing everything that other people want, but I really want to do this, speak up, like speak up and say something, okay? Like don't, don't feel ever that you can't advocate for yourself. And I think that that's really, really important. And again, I, I'm really hoping that everyone is traveling in a group where they feel comfortable to be able to share, oh, hey, this is what I want to do. Now, let's say you find yourself in a situation in a travel group where that's not the case. This is where I say, go have a day, go have an afternoon, do it on your own. <laughs> that's, that's what I say. That's where my independent streak comes in. And, and I, I will say, I, I will say, I do think it is important, kind of like what I was saying when you do travel solo, like doing something that is a very like social activity, at least, I think is really healthy and it kind of has a little balance and it kind of helps you to not feel lonely. Um, cause that can happen. I think on the flip side of, again, traveling in a group, it is so important to, I think, carve time where it is just you. Maybe you just spend an afternoon by yourself walking in the Jardin du Luxembourg if you're in Paris or maybe in some gardens in Vienna. I don't know. Or heck, even just staying in your, in your hotel room and watching Netflix. Like I am not. Now, hold on. If you do that, if you do that every single freaking day, when you are in a foreign country or in a different city, no, do not do that. Do not do that. I will leave. I will, I will leave. I'm not going to do that with you. But like, yeah, if, if you need to do that, let's say you're there for five days, maybe you need to do that once, do it. Like have your recharge moment. I think that that's really important. If you're traveling for months on end, oh yeah, you're going to need multiple times of doing that. Like that's completely okay. You do you. Pour into yourself have that recharge because traveling can be, it's a lot, you know, it's so much fun, but it's, it is a lot. And, you know, I think it's important to find ways of staying grounded because you are moving in the sense of you're going, again, if you were doing like a multi-country or multi-city thing, you were going from one place to another and you don't really have a place of staying stationary or a space to, to really you know, be stationary. So that's why I think it's important to create that in terms of having that in a group, but also like in the sense that you can rely on each other to like have that grounded moment where like, hey, like maybe we're not going to like go to all these places today. Maybe we're just going to have an afternoon. We're just like gonna like not do what we thought we were going to do on the itinerary. We're just gonna like find a really cute coffee shop and we're just have some coffee and we're just gonna chill and talk about life you know ha having people that you can do that with or hey like after dinner i'm just gonna go back to the hotel you all have fun at night but i'm gonna go back home back to back to the hotel the airbnb the hostel whatever just watch some netflix just chill maybe write in a journal write a letter that's something that you should definitely do oh my god we would do that we would write letters back like like po postcard letters and mail it out. i remember i did that and when we were in the town tar charming little town it was my first time having fish and chips too proper fish and chips i went to the local post office 
and I mailed a letter to, to my home and I got to read it when I arrived months later and it was really really fun so anyways postcards do that um <laughs> so yeah anyways those are I think the whys in terms of I feel like I kind of talked a little bit about how to travel I guess solo I think whether again you're traveling solo or in a group planning you, you got to do planning got it got to do the work okay now, I do want to say, how do you find a group to travel in? I think it's really important to find people who are genuinely interested in travel. I think it really, really helps if there's a certain city that you and your friend really want to go to. I'm thinking of, oh, Josephine, who went to Santa Barbara with me, who was on episode, was it four or five? Episode, one of those episodes. Me and her, we love travel and there's a lot of cities that we've always wanted to go to so it's like very like-minded in that sense so that kind of helps us get really excited about it and also to some cities that like maybe other people wouldn't really think about but we're like no but you're you want to go I want to go that's great okay perfect there's other people that I've traveled with where we've always talked about going to this country and we're like oh yeah like we should do it. Okay, we're going to do it. Or maybe it's revisiting a country with someone, you know? So it's like, I think, rely on the people that you've already have a bond with. I think that that's a really great place to start. And especially, I, I mean, I guess as I'm talking, I'm really, I mean, I've always known this, I guess, but I'm really, really feeling super grateful right now to have friends who genuinely love travel and I'm just thinking about how many of them they, there are that I'm very close with and I guess yeah maybe not everyone has that but I think finding those people and even if it's someone that you're not super close with I don't know invite them invite them on the trip and stuff like that I think that that could be really great and maybe I don't know, a way to form a friendship as well. And so, yeah, so I think find people who are genuinely interested in going to that place with you. <laughs> I think that's really important. I think, I think timing is also going to be really important when you are traveling in a group because, and again, when I say group, two or more people, but I will say the larger the group, the more planning in advance I think really 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 has to happen because of work schedules school schedules family schedules whatever because that's you know if it's a group of like five six seven ten people like that's that's a lot so I think be be aware of that and take that into consideration for sure and I think also I mean there's a lot of like tour groups I guess I mean I I don't want to I wouldn't say like only go on a trip and solely through a tour group I not that the, not that there's anything wrong with it but that I guess if that's kind of that could be an entryway maybe maybe I think I mean there's a lot of programs too like if you're really interested in learning let's say Commedia dell'arte which is a kind of theater form and you want to go to Italy maybe you and three other people have, are also interested in this that's a way of doing it so that there's kind of like a program structure but you're able to study abroad I don't know I don't know um there's different ways of doing it but I think 
I don't know. That's, that's actually a really hard question. How do you find people to try? I, I mean, I really think it's like, I mean, I don't know, walk up to a stranger, ask them, hey, <laughs> but no, I, I, I think really start with, with people who are interested in going to whatever city or place, who are interested in going to the city that you are interested in going to. I think that's, that's going to be really, really key. And maybe that's, again, a friend, maybe it's a family member, maybe it's, maybe like a, person that you work with but that you are friends with that you have like a really healthy workplace friendship with and if it's not weird maybe go on I don't know I don't know but yeah a a sister-in-law I don't know I think I think just finding that can be really really helpful and I think also too maybe there are friends that you are like okay I think a domestic trip would be really helpful or hey, maybe, maybe it'll be a road trip. I think that's the other thing, whatever, because there's different kinds of trips. It's like, okay, if I'm going to go on a road trip, I know like the people that I'm probably, who, who are like are into that. Or like, if I'm going to go on a, on a really like outdoorsy, woodsy kind of trip, I have those kinds of friends. If I'm, I'm going to like a really like major city and it's a city vibe. I have those kinds of friends. So I think that that's really important because it's not just the city or country that you're going to. It's the kind of, it's the kind of trip because like I've always wanted to, there's this pilgrimage in Spain and oh, what is it called? It's like a holy pilgrimage, basically, and it's a really long walk. And it's like, you know, you might hear someone who'd be like, oh, I'm going to Spain. They're like, oh my God, you're going to Madrid or Barcelona. And you're like, well, eh, kind of. I'm actually going to go on this like pilgrimage kind of thing. So that's maybe a country that you and this other person would love to go to. However, the kind of trip, what you're going to be doing is different. So I think, I think that that's also really, really important um and and to be really upfront about so communicating that maybe again i think something that's kind of like a travel slash vacation thing is like a retreat because a lot of countries offer retreats maybe it's like a yoga retreat a silent retreat a spiritual retreat whatever i think again you might be saying oh, i'm gonna go to costa rica but it's like oh no but i'm going to costa rica for this kind of trip (laughs) you know or me so it's like finding people who are interested in kind of what that purpose is if if your trip kind of has like um I guess I'll say like a theme it's not necessarily a theme but like that's like the the big thing so yeah I think that that would be really helpful because then people aren't like you know disappointed and because no one wants to be on a trip with people who are disappointed because then it's not fun we don't want party poopers or travel poopers anyways. Okay. I am done. This was a really long episode, which I'm really surprised about. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's like midnight. It's min. It's, it's about to be midnight. And that also gets me super excited because this comes out on Thursday, which means that tomorrow the Taylor Swift Midnight's album comes out and I really need this album. <laughs> I need her songs, man. So anyways, I can't wait to come back next week for our episode. And I'm really excited about this one. I think it's I think it's a really good one. And yeah, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna say too much about it, but 
just uh, keep your eyes out. Give this episode, or <laughs> this episode, well actually yeah, share this episode, but give this podcast a follow, sign up for notifications, share it with your friends, share it with your family, and I love you all. Have a great rest of your day, and chat soon. Bye!